This is Peter Helland on Citizens for Community Media, and we have gathered here Dr. Jones, Vincent Hunter, and Mario Sims. Now, we're coming together because, first of all, we've been wrestling with these same issues for quite a while, and now we have the, uh, the dying of George Floyd in Minneapolis. And, and I've been there probably because of my job the last uh, 20 years. I've been there probably 200 times. Mm. So I've been seeing how it's been there for the last 20 years. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I've noticed that, how would you say it? The minorities mm -hmm. seem to really kind of dominate down there mm -hmm. to the point, and you guys know Judy, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. She said she would be afraid to be downtown. Mm -hmm. So that's what I know about Minneapolis, mm -hmm. the downtown, you know, it's not a perfect city. So there are issues there. Right. And now we see this issue happening, okay? And everybody has their take on what happened, right? So, Mike, do you want to bring to the table yeah. what you think is happening there? Yeah, right? I think, I think yeah, we have to. This is something we all saw. So there's a, a Greek play uh, called The Bacche, and the end of it is the uh, mother... Uh, holding a head, severed head in her lap, and the father comes in and says, what do you see? It's an important moment. What do you see? And she says, oh, it's a trophy, because she's intoxicated. Right. Intoxicated with Dionysian revelry. And then he says, look again, and you can see the intoxication wearing off. And she says, I see horror. Mm -hmm. I see suffering. Mm -hmm. I see grief. So the question here is, what do you see? So we, as Americans, we have a, 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 we bring a certain set of expectations to this thing. So there's a white cop and there's a black man. And the black man's on the ground and the white cop is on top of him. And we have been schooled to be revolutionaries. I don't care where you come from. If you're an American, you're a revolutionary. And you have this instinctive reaction against authority any type of authority, and it's been racialized, and it's been weaponized, and all you have to see that, and then suddenly the story tells itself. Okay? And at this point, I think we need to ask that question again. What do you see? What do you see? And the Palestinians mm -hmm. saw this, mm -hmm. and they saw something different. Mm -hmm. They saw a knee hold. Mm -hmm. Okay, they saw the knee on the neck. Mm -hmm. And why did they see the knee on the neck? Because the Israelis every day of the week have some Palestinian kid on the ground and this is the way they restrained this kid, by putting the knee on the neck. And I tweeted this mm -hmm. and got pictures, mm -hmm. one right after another, one incident after another, mm -hmm. okay? And no one in America is seeing this. Because we, we just are blind right. to this issue. And so the question is, uh, why is that guy doing that? Right. Where did he learn how to do that? Sure. And we, you, you and I, we, the three of us, we go way back because right. we were talking about South Bend, Indiana at a certain right. point when this Jewish guy showed up and he was going to appoint our new police chief for us. The new mayor comes in, we got a black police chief, everything's fine, except in the mind of our homosexual mayor, and we got to have some change here. And so he comes in, and this guy ends up being a, a mercenary from Tajikistan, yeah. who is going to engage in what we said back then was the Israelization of 
American police forces, of the local police forces in America. Okay, and we protested against it, yeah. and maybe uh, in the work of God we had some effect, and that man is no longer here. But the threat is here. So we're back to Minneapolis. Where did this guy learn how to do that? Well, it turns out that the ADL goes around to every single police force in this country and basically pressures them into going to seminars given by Israeli cops. Yeah on how they subdue the Palestinians. Now, we don't know whether this guy learned that whole there in that thing, but we do know if you go to that, you're going to learn how to treat your fellow citizens the way Israelis treat Palestinians. Yeah. And that's the big story here. Yeah. Okay, because it turns out, lo and behold, guess where the police force in Minneapolis went in 2012? Yeah. They went to Chicago to a seminar given by Israelis on how to deal with terrorism, which means your fellow citizens are terrorists, and you better treat them the way we treat Palestinians. This is the, the, the story here that gets completely ignored. Okay, completely ignored. So that's one side. That is one side. That's the white cop mm -hmm. on the top. What about that black man mm -hmm. on the bottom there? That's the other side of the story. Well, uh, are the Jews involved in that? Now, we know the Jews are involved with the white guy, with the cop, because I've already explained that. What about Black Lives Matter? Mm -hmm. Black Lives Matter, now, I remember this back at the time of Ferguson. Okay, there was a, this is a replay of Ferguson. Everything is some replay of something else. But at the time of, Fer I look into, I never heard of Black Lives Matter. I look into it, what turns out George Soros gave Black Lives Matter $34 million. So wait a minute. I think there's a pattern emerging here. And we were on to this pattern years ago because it happened in South Bend. Okay, you got these people coming in. The, the policemen are supposed to be citizens in uniform. That's what Boinkins was. He rose up through the ranks. He was a citizen in uniform. I know people. I know cops. I was on the, just to give you an instance, I'm on the, uh, bringing my boat in after rowing, and a cop comes up to me, and he says to me, uh, what's your name? I said, Mike. Uh, what's your last name? I said, is there a problem, officer? He says, you're E. Michael Jones, aren't you? I want to tell you that the cops agree with you. They watch your YouTube videos, and they agree. That's a citizen. Right. These are, this is a citizen talking to another citizen and having some type of communication. No violence, communication here. So what we're confronted with now is a situation in which the, the, the Jewish revolutionary spirit is working both sides of the fence here. We got the Israelization of the police force through the ADL and the Israelis, and you got the weaponization of black people through Black Lives Matters and George Soros. And that's the issue. That's the issue that we're facing with here. And nobody's allowed to say it. Because there's a word that I said you're not allowed to say in this conversation. But we, I'm saying all of us here, have the freedom to discuss these issues as citizens of South Bend, Indiana. And as a way of saying, uh, this is not, we, we don't have violence here in South Bend. Sure, we have violence. We have crime like every place else. But we didn't, this place didn't go up in flames. We didn't have these outside, outside agitators wouldn't even come because I don't think they could, they could get a foothold here. And that's what I like about South Bend, and that's what I think I'm here to preserve. 
Well. <clears throat> Let me just say, uh, in 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 light of what you said, or, or you know, I can only speak on uh, as a, a, a fifty, soon to be fifty-three-year-old young black man. Uh, when we encounter police officers as black men, or when I encounter a police officer as a black man, because I can only speak for myself. I used to be, you know, F the police, you know, that NWA attitude stuff. If you have that attitude, you know what? The police have a job to do. And, you know, we're a nation of laws, and, and you know, we, we can't go out doing what we want to. But the police can't usurp their authority also. You know, they, the police have a job to do, and we as citizens have a job to do. So, you know, any two times we begin to buck up against authority, that's original authority. I'm not talking about an officer that's out there to do harm to the citizens, but like Officer DeGooch, who lost his life. All cops aren't bad cops, but you have some cops who, you know, you know and, and it could, I mean, it happened at a moment. But in that case, you know, that was... But, but what's going to happen is <clears throat> this is going to go to trial, right? Oh, yeah, it's going to go to trial. And you may have, what, 12 jurors? Mm -hmm. And you may listen to 500 hours of information. You may have stacks right. full. Right. We're, tr we're, we're trying to make a decision, mm -hmm. and we shouldn't be necessarily, because first of all, he's innocent until proven guilty, which I haven't found anybody mm -hmm. that's wanted to take that position. Mm -hmm. What's if, that? If you, at, that he's innocent until proven guilty. Have you ever met one person that's operating on that he's innocent until proven guilty. On this case, I haven't, okay? Well, but, but that's, so as, you, as, as Mike um, really qualified, I think, this by saying, he talked about perspectives, basically. What, what you know, as we put a, it, it's like watching, we're standing on a street corner, each of us are on a different corner uh, at four points of the compass and a car accident happens, we're gonna see from different perspectives. So, you know, from my perspective, I, I, I go to Joshua, I think it's about chapter five or six, where Joshua, the angel Lord approaches Joshua, and Joshua said, what side are you on? And, and the angel said, I'm, are you for or against? And he said, neither, you know, uh, you're standing on holy ground. Uh, as a pastor, I always find where God is at. Where's God at, okay? Uh, and and so a, a lot of what you're saying, what you're saying, all of this factors in, but it also brings in. So so let me just kind of give you what I, what I mean is because I haven't said anything publicly about this because this is such a a complex. We know it from a spiritual standpoint. The origins are sin. We know that. Mm -hmm. I, I mean that we know that. Okay, but 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 <clears throat> here's what's going on. First of all. When you go back with what Mike said, and, and these reports are now coming out that the Israelis have trained that particular police department and have trained other police departments, which is relatively new developments, okay? So you have that aspect of the type of training that these milita militarized training, okay, uh, that, that police departments are getting. You also have the aspect that he's kneeling on this man's neck for eight, eight or nine minutes, okay? Um, obviously, the man has been subdued. 
Okay, and this man is casually kneeling on his neck. Obviously, the man is subdued. So this is my next point. It brings another issue up, which certainly at some point should be addressed if you're talking about justice and fairness. And that's this issue of qualified immunity that's extended to police officers. Okay, they, what, what happens in these cases, you know, when you deal with qualified immunity, they're going to say, well, you know, it was in the course of his employee bid and this is what he normally does. Mm-hmm. Well, what the court said, well, we've never had a case like this before, and so the police wouldn't know that what they did was wrong because they have qualified immunity. And you, you read, when you read qualified immunity cases, you'll see this over and over and over again. So, so what I'm saying is this. You can't do a drive-by. You really have to step back and not ignore what you're seeing from the media. Because as you say, we still got uh, body cams. There is the presumption of innocence, which... Which is not working in this case. Well, but, okay, how many times does a presumption of innocence extend to someone of color? Right, but in this this case, like I was talking to a friend I have that grew up here, mm -hmm. and... She's very informed. Right. And then I mentioned uh, about, and she says, and, and, uh, and he had no criminal record. And I go, are you, ta- who are you, are you talking about? The gentleman up in Minnesota. Yeah. I, and okay. she was telling me this. I said, are you talking about George Floyd? Yeah. Yeah, he didn't have a criminal record. I said, are that's you kidding true. me? Yeah, that's not I true. I said, he are did. you kidding me? He likes going into homes and putting guns uh, on the mm-hmm. stomach of uh, uh, pregnant women. Or, you know, I'm just, that's right. I'm, right, I'm right, trying to make right, the point. Right, right, right. Okay. No, he did. Right. And in fact, the autopsy showed... There was some he, meth and He had phenylalanine, methylene, mm-hmm. cannabis. Mm-hmm. Can, I, can I say something? Yeah. Here? There's no situation that can't be made worse. Okay, so you have... Yeah. A, a, let's say from the very beginning in this country, you have had a racially, potentially polarized situation. That's what it's been. Oh, you mean with this situation? No, with this United States of America. Well, because the Constitution was flawed when it was created. So we've had this. Black people were three-fifths of a person. Right. Which had to be corrected with the 14th Amendment. Right. So So, we've had it from the beginning. Right. But you can make it worse. And I'm saying there is one group that has spent the entire 20th century trying to make this situation worse. And they were called communists. Uh, back in the 20th century, yeah. in the 1930s, when they got involved in the Scottsboro Boys trial. Yeah. Uh, but they were Jews. Yeah. And the Jew is trying p- uh, to turn one group of people against another group of people. That's what's happening right now. It's being weaponized. It's, it's, it's like, okay, I, got a, I, I admit it, I got a weakness for drink. But why do you keep putting the drink in front of me? Don't you know that? You, you're trying to get me drunk. I know I, got, I know. I have a weakness, but you're trying to get me drunk. It's the same thing. We have this tendency, okay, that's there. Mm-hmm. There's this tendency for suspicion, and everything they're doing is exacerbating that because they want conflict. They you're want saying, conflict. You're, you're, you're saying the Jews want conflict in America. That absolutely what when, I'm when saying. You, when what you, sect of Jews when you say no, the well, Jews? No, you, you, you have to listen. It's really not a sect he's talking about. There's a whole thing about the revolution, and you go back to Barabbas, the choices that were oh, made wow. when Jesus yeah. was brought in front of the leadership. The and, Jews became revolutionaries right. at the foot of the cross. Yeah. When they rejected Jesus yeah. Christ, their Messiah, and they chose Barabbas. And then they said... 
His blood be on us and our children. So as long as there are Jews, they are going to have this Jewish revolutionary spirit. And what we're seeing is right here on both sides of this issue. In the white cop on top and the black man on the street, you can see the Jewish revolutionary spirit pushing these people into conflict. But see, you also see the glorification of Barabbas because George Floyd is presumed innocent. Mm -hmm. He's presumed never to have a, a criminal record. Okay, I'm just saying they're 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 making him to be the saint, and they're Look, making the this white guy. This has been weaponized for our entire history. There was a one time when uh, you were bad if you were black, and you were good if you were white. Right. And now you're bad if you're white, and you're good if you're black. But the same thing has changed. Nothing has changed. There is this racial dialectic here, and there are people who know about it and are deliberately manipulating it for their benefit. You know, now and here is my. Here's my opinion on that. Let me just say this. You know, if you keep picking at a scab, you know, you just keep picking at it. Instead of letting mm -hmm. it heal and taking care of it like it's supposed to, then that wound, you know, it's, it's not going to heal in the proper time. We keep, racism has not been dealt with in a sense, and we keep going back to it instead of dealing with it once and for all, well, but when, sin, when it, sin. I mean, well, see, well, see well, racism is sin. That, right, racism it's, it's is a sin. Racism so, is so a form of when, sin. No, no. When a, you when you try and deal with, we have to deal with racism. Well, well. In well, no, Acts, this is what Paul I mean by, said, "From one man came all man." Right. So that, that dealt with it. This is what I mean by dealing that, with that it. That dealt with it. You're not gonna. You're not gonna be able. If you think that you're gonna legislate or no, vote no, or put people in office, no. all I got to do is point to Chicago, no, right. where you've had a lot of. You had a black mayor. You have a lot of black aldermen. Right. This is not no. something because it's sin. And you're not going to be able to deal with sin by saying we have to do something about racism. Right. That's not, that's, that's, no, that, I'm, I'm glad you said that we have to do something about sin. That's what I'm talking about. Well, there's only that's, one answer to sin. Though. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Well, I, uh, Vincent, is there any even way possible that anybody could agree on a definition for racism? I mean, do you think it's possible? Well, well racism is a spirit. Just like, and please follow me on this because we want to want to magnify racism when the scripture tells us that we war not against flesh and blood, right? But against the principalities, okay. against the powers, against the rulers of the doctrines of this world. So we're talking about that little old spirit of racism also, and which we keep magnifying and glorifying and not dealing with once and for all as the individuals. Because if we dealt with a spirit of racism as an individual, as a son of God, because you're saying sin is the answer, correct? If we dealt with the answer as far as dealing with the spirit of racism, there's no racism between me and you. Yeah, but listen but, to, hold on, okay. let me finish. There's no racism between me and you because we have a common spirit. We, you understand what I'm saying? Racism has to be fed into a spirit. Because you're of, talking about Christianity. Yeah, which I'm, I'm, is what unites us. Right. right. Well, who were the opponents of Christianity? Who were the opponents of Christ at that time? Barabbas who are his cross. opponents now? Right. It's Barabbas. Right. It's the Jewish <laughs> revolutionary <laughs> spirit. You this know, is what I'm trying to say here. You know, and, 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 and it's so interesting that you say it, and, 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 and please, uh, black man, hear this. It's so interesting that you're saying that when they said, yeah, uh, this is that Barabbas spirit. Who were those black people that were sold into slavery? That was pushed off into slavery. You know that it just goes back to that issue. But we're not going to get on that. But that's no, a it, it goes we, beyond. It goes beyond that. See here, here's a, and that's what he's saying. The dividing point comes when you say, 
who, who is those black people? Well, a lot of the black people were sold into slavery by African tribes. But, but here, here's a problem. But it was a certain set of black okay, people. Okay, but, but that's, this is what I'm saying to you. If you, if you do that, you're going to digress into, yeah, it was a certain set. And, and, you know, the Irish with the potato, you know, they were sent here and we were prejudiced. We were suffered too. And there's Baba Yar where the Jews were killed in, but why, you know, okay. Ukraine. But this is what I'm saying. What, what Mike is trying to tell you is deal with the origin of this and what's stoking it. You, you have to... They want you to, racism, so I got Black Lives Matter, we're going to deal with racism. No, no, you have to go back to the spirit of Jezebel, the spirit of Barabbas, and you got to lay it at the foot of the cross when choices were made. There was so a choice made, that put it that we, don't, we don't want, we don't want the Messiah, we want the thief. No, but you. I have heard to. that this week too. Okay, but but so so. In but, the spirit. What this is about, <laughs> and this is what I have people. Why say, why is the scripture eternal? Because you get the same pattern over Absolutely. and over again. These are archetypes. These are things yes. that you learn that are true for yes. all time. And one of the archetypes is Barabbas. Exactly. He's the Jewish revolutionary. He's, ex he's existed throughout history in yeah. various times and forms. And he's alive today. And he's trying My to wow. he, he's trying to he's trying to destroy this destroy wow. this country by fomenting racial hatred. That's the, what's going on yes. right here. Because the and it's our duty <laughs> it's our duty as Christians to resist to this temptation. Exactly. What you have to do is go back and you look at the origins of everything. If you want to get to the bottom of it, I don't want somebody to say because what politicians will do, and they'll say, well, we need to spend $20 billion on dealing with racism. That's laughable, okay? Mm -hmm. you got to deal with the origins, which is what Mike is saying. you got to go back to the foot of the cross. How did Jesus get to the cross? How was he put on the cross? How was he put? How did he get? Did he just go up? Go, no, he was put on the cross initially by the people he came to save, and they rejected him, and that rejection has continued throughout history, and they try and say Mike's a racist and all this stuff. No, he's giving you the scripture. You don't want to hear it. It's not, this is not motivated by hatred of a separate race. I, I mean, that's not what this right, is. Right. This is the scripture. Right. How did Jesus get to the cross? He was brought before Pontius Pilate, and he said, Okay, Pontius Pilate said, well, I'd let this guy go. And they said, no, crucify him. Mm -hmm. At that point, this was all set in motion. The choice was made to choose the crook. But we see... we see the, Choose the revolutionary. the revolutionary. Right, and we see a parallel here. We see, because well, like Mike says, this thing keeps repeating. The old, Look at this case. Pilate now is, is the mayor of Minneapolis. Pilate is the governor. And... They're, they're all being threatened with insurrection, aren't they? Mm -hmm. And if you don't, if you don't find him guilty, well, but see, they, and did they have any guilt on Jesus? They had nothing. But they still found him guilty. Well, they'll find him guilty because everybody is pressured now. And, and now because all these organizations that are receiving funding to disrupt America and burn America and all that kind of stuff are going to call, which is, it's just as wrong to pressure a decision from a court as it is for the Klan to take a rope and go string, take a guy out of a jail and hang him because Same, that's the a, system. You're just system. doing it by another means. Well, so, but we go back to what Mike says. That's what I'm saying. And, and this is really, 
people don't want to hear this. They want to hear, well, it's a white cop. Yeah, it's a black guy with drugs in him. And, and so I stay out of it because the reality is, let's, how do we get here? Let's go to the cross. Let's, let's go to the foot of the cross. And here's Jesus standing there, the king of the world, the king of all time and all universe, offering himself first to the Jews, then to the Gentiles. And so he goes, and we don't want him. We don't want him. They said he's evil. He's evil. But what is that? Revolting against God. What do you call somebody who revolts? A revolutionary. A revolutionary. And Jesus Christ was the Logos. The Logos incarnate. And mm -hmm. the Logos mm -hmm. is the order of the universe. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And you kill Jesus Christ, you're in rebellion against the order of the universe that God ordained. Which, and that makes you a revolutionary. That's exactly it. And that's what Mike is saying. Okay, so when we went to name my church, we went to Romans 1, 1, and Paul says, I, Paul, a bondservant. In Greek, it's a doulos. And people say, oh, you're, you're, you're claiming to be a slave. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. if, if I'm in servitude, I can't be in rebellion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's the answer. But like Mike says, we're fighting this revolutionary spirit that's in every because they American's don't be, DNA. They don't want to be in servitude. Right. Because servitude right. is black people in chains coming across ships. And you see what, what uh -huh. happens. It, it's so, and you go back and you go, oh my God. This, they, they obscure everything that points to the foot of the cross. But it's the servitude of reconciliation. No, it's the servitude of one. One. Jesus. It, it, he, he is the author. Right. Reconciling okay. reconcil man he, to Christ. Well, okay, but reconciliation is just part of serving him. It's what flows. Because if he is your Lord, there's no need for loss. Right. It, it, it takes you back to 2 Samuel 8 when, when you know, Samuel comes and says, hey, the people want a king. I've failed. And God says, no, you haven't failed. They're rejecting me. God's people. Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. history of mm -hmm. rebellion and revolt against God, the order that mm -hmm. God has ordained, mm -hmm. it's consistent. Read the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. It's just been consistent. Mm -hmm. But how does, how does this apply? All this we, talk. First of all, everything takes place in a context that's been weaponized and polarized for generations. To do what? To, to generate suspicion. Exactly. Suspicious. Yes. And Suspicion the motive. If you're white, then you suspect the black man. Yep. If you're black, you suspect the white man. And they know that. Yeah. They know that. And the be and they know that because the minute they can get that going and between that black guy and that white guy, the Jew becomes invisible. Nobody sees the Jew anymore. You, you, you have to understand. Somebody's that. doing something behind the scenes. Well, well, okay, but we know it's revealed here. We know who the somebody and the something is. Okay, that, that, see, that's what I'm saying. You, you, you have to take off the blinders. And, and racism is just one of the layers of blinders. Mm -hmm. It's just one of, it's one of the blinders. I mean, of course racism occurs. Of course injustices occur. I'm not downplaying. I'm not denying it. But what I'm saying is if I want to get to the bottom of unrest in the world, then I got to determine what the source of that unrest was. And the source of that unrest was rebellion. Mm -hmm. and, and, and so you just got, you, you got to go back and look at the choice that was made that led our Lord to the cross. He, here he, he comes. He's offering what? Peace. Okay? Well, somebody didn't want it. And somebody, but because 
We don't want to serve you. Well, that's called rebellion. The first attack that Satan made in the garden was what? He went to the woman. Because he wanted to stabilize family. He went to the woman. But the first, the first the, crime... The motto of the devil is non servion. Yeah. I will not serve. It's oh. the opposite of a servant. This is... And, and uh, as Milton... Wait, wait, what did you say that again? It's Latin. Non servion. I will not serve. I will not serve. And uh, in Milton's Paradise Lost, yeah. Satan says, it's better to reign in hell than to serve in heaven. So, that's the spirit we're dealing with yeah, here. That's exactly it. And, and so you, you want to deal with any problem in the world. You go and you look at the source of it, which is rebellion. Yeah, that's a rebellious spirit. Well, okay, what happened? Wow. The seventh day, God rested because the world was what? Perfect. And man had dominion. And it would have stayed that way, except Satan was able to get dominion from man and then set this whole process. Matter of fact, the gospel was first mentioned in Genesis 3, uh, 28 or 16. Exactly. When he said, you know, he will strike your heel and and you'll crush his head. Uh That's the first mention of the gospel. Uh And so it, it... Man has nothing. You, you can't say, because God said, okay, I'm going to give you priests. I'm going to give you, you want a king? I'm going to give you a king. And then it, it all failed because of the rebellion that's been from day one. Right. It's been, I will be, what does Satan say? You will be like God. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. And then the, the, the real issue as far as violence, Cain, it says Cain talked to Abel. And then from the talking, it led to him murdering. Yeah. In other words, just even in talking, he they they couldn't <coughs> mutually submit. So, what's 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 the over a sacrifice? What, what's what are we trying to do here? We're trying to talk rather than engage in violence. They're trying to engage in violence to prevent talk. Right. What is what was the whole story of last year? The whole story was the battle over hate speech on the internet. Yeah. The whole uh, one group of people. Hey, it turns out it's the same group of people that organized these Israeli seminars in Chicago. Is the same group of people talking about hate speech and want to prevent you from able, being able yeah. to discuss the issue. And I said when they blamed me. They blamed me for that shooting in, uh, in uh, Poway, California, synagogue shooting. Blame me. I said, don't blame me. Yeah. You suppress this speech. Yeah. You suppress man's natural ability to talk through his problems yeah. by using reason, and you will create violence. Yeah. And those words have come true. Because now you have people promoting violence, uh, t- walking down the street, beating up innocent people, burning down buildings. Yeah. But now, now those, now, now, you know, that's lawlessness. It, 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 well, but but who's who's who? Where right. does lawlessness the, flow from? And, and lawless flows from those people. Well, that, where where, is, where does it flow from? from? And and who generated? Who is the one? Who, sin was found in whose heart? That's where it came from. God right, didn't from our adversary. Okay, it was found in his heart. Right. So we're so it flows from that. So lawlessness flows from him, right? Right. And and so anybody who serves him, a rebellious God with a little G, right? Right. Is in rebellion to God. Right. So the answer is serving God. Right. So then that that takes me back to the statement that I said earlier. And I said that statement 
the first time I said it, I, I was a, a little hesitant on saying it because how profound it is. But the second time I said it, it it bears witness to say it the third time that it may be recorded. If we, as the sons of God, do not grab hold of the mantle that of, or take the baton that has been passed to us and engage in spiritual warfare like you're saying, mm-hmm. because it's either you're on God's side or you're on the adversary's side. If we do not take the mantle and stop playing church and engage in spiritual warfare and be about kingdom business, because the scripture says if we war not, we must engage in the war against the, the spirit of, uh, I will even say it for myself, uh, uh, the spirit of racism, the spirit of adultery, the spirit of lust, the spirit of pride. How so often we walk in, we move in the spirit of pride. Yeah, but well, see, you know, let's let's say where the, where the so then, Dr. Control. But so, we, in, in my opinion, we must arise and be about kingdom business. Well, I, I don't. I, I I've learned not to have an opinion. I think what he thinks, but well, I well, like that. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Let's take that kingdom business. But but when Jesus was in the temple at age twelve, he he was gone for three or four days. Right. And his parents were very upset, mm-hmm. and Jesus looked at his mom and said, "Mom." <laughs> Don't you know I have to be about my right. father's, father's business, business. Right. which is kingdom right. business, right? right. right. Okay. Right. So right. what was kingdom business or father's business? Mm-hmm. Right. They were sitting. He was engaging in conversation. Thank you. He was engaging in conversation. But with the who? With the elders of the doctors of the church. Thank right. you. Okay. With the doctors of the church. So you had all ages. Even mm-hmm. 12-year-old was in. Yeah. He was 12 yeah. years yeah. old as bar mitzvah. Right. right. But if you go back to Cain and Abel, it says Cain was talking with Abel. Right. Mm-hmm. But that talk right. ended in murder. So just because you're gauging in talk, which way are you going? Yeah. Uh-huh. Are you going to end up murdering each other? Uh-huh. Yeah. Or are you going to end up modeling it after in the temple where the word of God and you're mutually submitted, right? It's so talking because that choice is still on that individual. Life or it can produce death. Well, no, no. Here, here's the thing, and, and this is you know you watch you if you watch what's happened with Mike over the years, how the Southern Poverty Law, whatever it is, has accused him of being you know anti-Semitic, and what happens? You have to understand. It, it's this really interesting. You know the thing we when we dealt with homosexuality. I mean, we are just unloving, and we just hate, and no, no, we're not. We're just telling you what sin is. Yeah, it's, it sounds good to say what you're saying, that yes, we'll come together in, in the spirit and work. The reality is because of the control that Satan has, the revolutionary spirit, they don't want to hear what you're saying. They know the effect that that could have, the unifying effect that it can have. So what they do is they try and isolate people like Mike and say, you know, he's this and he's that. Peter, you, I mean, anybody who's decided to stand up, I'm going to speak the word of God, they're coming, man. It sounds right, good. Right, right, right. But they're coming. Right, right. Yeah. Who's coming? Right. See, it's they're not coming. they. Well, who's they? Yeah, just, Them. Just, just to get back <laughs> to that instance, you stood there with me yeah. in front of that church. After the Obergefell uh, decision The Obergefell just got handed down. There right. All these black ministers behind me, right. you know, gave my little speech, you know, reported it. And then the next day, the chairman of the Democratic yep. Party in St. Joseph yeah. County Jason called Griswold. me right. a racist. Right. No. He called me well, he a did. racist. He did. 
He did. And so, you know, I've been one of, probably I've been an activist here for over 30 years, and, and everybody understands that I'm not serving uh, the government or bought out, and I wrote in Mike's defense. But, see, there, there is such, there is such a, a lot, of, see, and this is where you get into, you have to operate in the spirit. There are a lot of churches that don't operate in the spirit. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of churches that if we tried to do what we did, that photo op again, there's been so much pressure put on that group of black pastors, they wouldn't do it. Because mm. of the political pressure. Well, well, one of them folded immediately. Yeah. You got a call from Teachman, folded yeah. immediately. Exactly. So we're here to talk about the realities of what happens when you there there's a a revolution there's a rebellion and when you identify what it is satan does not want the sheet pulled off no mm -hmm. so just, just think of just, just meditate on that word yeah. that he used me yeah. now what what were you were you crazy yeah. didn't you see the picture yeah. so what does the word mean it obviously cannot mean what, right. what the well, word is. That's the whole point. Right. How do you define what is, the word racism? What, they just use what, what, it. What is, right. So what, what are we well, talking about? It's weaponized. It's a we that's yeah, exactly that's a, It's right. a weapon. Right. So you understand where this is going? It's not a word. It's a weapon. And, and, and it's once, used to beat people over the head. And that's exactly the way it was used in this instance. Here's a picture. Eight, nine, ten black pastors. Here's a picture. Okay. And, well, they asked and, Mike to be the spokesman. Well, okay, yeah, we wouldn't have a problem. With, but look at how this... In, he didn't butt in. No, no, but look at how this <laughs> went down. And they asked him. Well, and we, and we stood behind him knowing what he was going to say. Uh -huh. We stood behind him. So it wasn't like, oh, my God, he said something. We already knew what he was going to say. So he said it, and we're standing here. So you take the picture, and then you take Critchlow using the word racism. And, oh, my God. Well, look at the picture. That, that negates, I don't have to explain. Look at the picture. Mm -hmm. you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but it was so weaponized. Wow. All, all, all the, the head of the Democratic Party do is call people and say, oh, he's racist. And oh, my God. Would you take a look at the picture? But mm -hmm. see, but sometimes the emo people can grab other people's emotions. Emotions. Mm -hmm. and that's, ex that's exactly what's happening now. Right, right. Exactly, exactly the yep. same thing. There you go. It's not a word. It's a weapon. Right. right. It's See, a word that is being used as a weapon to polarize everyone so that these people can get what they want. It's, to, it's a weapon used to destroy the natural solidarity which flows from people living in the same place. Right. Like, I was, like, like Mike, mm -hmm. who's working in the room there on the right. cameras, he was at Walmart, mm -hmm. and he says, this young black man looked at me like he was going to kill me. In other words, this is just after what happened, okay? That has never happened before. Well, but that, you, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Is that they're, wep they're, they're getting people inflamed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not based on facts. No, no there's, facts. There's no, right. truth, there's no truth in Satan. But they think it's fact. Right. But there's no truth in Satan. Right. Did you see what I'm saying? Right. So... Let's come back around and let's say at the foot of the cross, okay, what got him there was, because, you know, at one point Pontius Pilate said, you know, what's truth? See, truth is relative. Mm -hmm. yeah, but, not, he need, but he needed truth to determine if Jesus was guilty or not. Well, well, and but... He, and he was, truth said he was not guilty. Right. And he knew it, So he went he turn, against it. Well, yeah. why? Oh, wow. Why? What was Political it? pressure. The crowd. And who made they up the crowd? They, was going to, they were revolutionaries. They were going to rise up and overthrow Who made up the him. crowd? Mike, say it. It was well, the Jews. 
Did you see what happened? The Jews. It's, it's used 71 times in the Gospel of no. St. John. 71 times. And we're not allowed to say it. Yeah. And you're not allowed to say it. Because if you say that word, you're a bad person. And so we are blind. Right. We are absolutely blind, like blind men tapping around in right. the dark, unable to describe what is actually happening. Right. Well, we're going to keep describing. We only have one more minute left. Amen. Amen, uh, brother. In, Amen. in him I live and breathe. So, I, I mean, I'm with Mike because there's a unity in the spirit, and we that's what to, we always we have, have to do. We have to have this solidarity, Christian yeah. right. solidarity of people who are Amen. living in the same place right. and not let us be disturbed by Amen. this revolutionary spirit that is trying to destroy us. That's right. Right. So Amen. we stand undivided. Amen. And because that, that sin part. is the uh, is, is revolution. No, That's what is. sin is. It's it's violating God's law. You're revolting against mm -hmm. the God, law of God. Mm -hmm. So sin is right. where it needs to be attacked. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So, Amen. Um, and we're all subject to it. Of course. If, if we practice it. But there's, if, if sin becomes your master, it's right. not my master right. because we've been given the power of the Holy Spirit right, to right. overcome him. Right, right, right. That's right. why I like about Timothy when he says, you didn't get a spirit of fear, but a right. sound mind right. and love. Right, right. but they right. use the fear, and this country is full of fear. And well, we need right, more. Right, you really right. need to fight it. So, Perfect love drives out South fear. fear. That's right. Amen. You have, you have Amen. To, there's fear, there is no love. That's, that's exactly right. it. Uh, so Amen. this is Mike How Vincent fitting. and Mario and Peter on Citizens for Community <laughs> Media, and uh, we will try to continue this at uh, our best uh, Amen. convenience. So uh, till then, next time. <laughs> Amen, brother. That's See, a good. So, well, I,